All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and Isaac Bayer. Give up on the topic and just talk about the nutshell guy. Well, it's funny because you didn't believe me whenever I said that it happened. But why I would I, come, I believe it? Why would I come up with two things of that nature that don't seem believable? I don't see the what do I have to win or lose in that circumstance? You know, uh, probably, uh, you know, probably like um, status, you know, social standing, trying to exaggerate something in order to uh, strengthen Look our friendship. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> For those that are tuning in, welcome to episode 251. Uh, Isaac getting out to an early one nothing lead on DJ uh, from episode 251 on. So we'll see who is in more episodes from 250 to 300. Yeah, and that'll be a rigged show, by the way. Appreciate you having me on to that rigged, entirely and 100% rigged game show. Isaac's talking that about the show. 250th episode spectacular. If you haven't listened to that, that was a little bit of a celebration of us reaching that milestone. And Isaac, uh, says that the game show was rigged. Uh, the portion of I mean, the, the episode sure. that we did was rigged, but it definitely was not. But anyways, Isaac and I were kind of talking about what we were going to discuss today. As I was driving around, uh, I saw two things that I feel like are worth talking about. All right. Isaac says that they don't seem believable, that he asked if I was being honest about these two things that I saw as I was just driving around. I am 100% hand on the Bible serious about these two things that I just saw within the last 30 minutes. First thing I saw as I was driving along a highway was outside of someone's yard or outside of someone's garage, a man, and this, I didn't tell you this part, was oh. blind, was blindfolded no. with, with, with nunchucks in his driveway. And he was just going to town on him. I almost pulled in and stopped and watched for a little bit. because he, he, he wouldn't have seen me because he was blindfolded. But yeah. It is a uh, a rather warm day here in February in Western Kentucky, so I understand why you might get outside, but I don't understand why you would get outside to blindfold yourself and do some nunchuck moves in your driveway. I don't, you know, you know, it's an interesting thing because you would think that if you're going to do nunchuck moves, there's like a variety of places you could go through that. A dojo. Just, yeah, it doesn't feel or you know in the say in the confines of your home when people can't watch you or the bot the backyard maybe behind your house behind your house where maybe you have a fenced in area. Do you think that part of the reason why he was blindfolded was that so he didn't know that people were passing and so yeah. therefore he couldn't feel remorse for nunchucking outside of his home? There's nothing yeah. against the law about nunchucking again uh, outside your home. Maybe there was just. Be. It was just something that kind of caught me off guard because we were mid-conversation and I look over and I was like, wait, 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 hold on a second. There's someone nunchucking blindfolded outside their home. So is that the verb for that? Nunchucking? I think nunchucking would be a verb. That's I at the, least that's the I made it a verb if it wasn't. Um, the okay. second thing I saw, which I think is more sad than the first thing, but I'm not sure. There was a man sitting in the park. He uh, had his truck parked in a parking spot right beside the park. The trailer hitch was down. He was sitting on the trailer hitch. He had probably a 24-ounce bottle. The tailgate? Of, the tailgate, yeah. Or the actual hitch, the my ball. Bad, he was my sitting bad. on the He wasn't ball. sitting on the on the hitch. That would be rather uncomfortable. He was sitting on the, the bed of his truck, and he had a 24-ounce bottle of Mountain Dew, 
and he had a family-sized bag of Doritos, neither of which, as I was passing in my vehicle, he was either consuming. He was just sitting and looking off in the distance, holding the family-sized bag of Doritos, and the 24-ounce bottle of Mountain Dew was sitting on uh, the truck bed to the side of him. And I ask, which one is, is more sad? Because he seemed like he was going through something. And it was, I thought maybe he was just on a lunch break, but it was a little bit late for lunch, right? It was like 1.30, 1.45. Maybe it was right. a lunch break, but he wasn't, if, if that's his lunch, I think something's going on. He's going through Probably. something. Uh, you know, I, I, I found that, you know, maybe the best way to deal with a problem is just by chugging, you know, a mm. half a gallon of Mountain Dew and eating an entire family size bag of Doritos. I feel like maybe that would hurt, make you hurt worse, but it'd be more of a physical hurt than an emotional hurt. Yeah. That's like whenever your foot hurts and you maybe hit your elbow on something. So you forget about how bad your foot hurts. So that's, that's right. what he was doing. He yeah. was kind of doubling down. He was probably feeling some sort of emotional pain and he decided he wanted a stomach ache from hell from a family sized bag of nacho cheese Doritos. And he, a said, Dew. he said, I got to trade this pain in for a new pain. I got to, I got to lay this on thick. If he was playing the song Hurt by Johnny Cash while he was doing those two things, would that make the situation better or worse? It would definitely make the situation worse. I don't okay. think that's I don't think you could argue otherwise. Great song though. Really sad, huh? Uh yeah, it's a pretty sad song. You know, you ever listen to the original? What do you mean? The original, uh, you know, the people that made it, the people Nine Inch Nails, I think is the name of the people that made that, the band. They were the original. Right. So so Johnny Cash covered it, huh? Yeah, and I think in an interview. They were asked about the song and Johnny Cash covered it. They basically, the guy that wrote it or sang it, whatever, said, that's no longer our song. <laughs> he just kind of, he, he, he passed off the intellectual property of the song. to Props to him, though, for realizing that Johnny Cash kind of owned it a little bit better than they did. And that happens really? from time to time with cover songs. Uh, I know Has just, it? just recently, yeah. And, and maybe that's a topic that we can we can discuss. But covers. Uh, Miley Cyrus has put out some hella covers. That's all I'll say. She covered a, a Bloody song. Do you listen to a lot of you listen to a lot of Miley Cyrus. Um, she did Heart of Glass, which is a, a song by Blondie, right? And it was phenomenal. It's already in the top ten covers of all time no. on, Rolling, on Rolling Stones. If you look it up, I don't know who Blondie is. But guess what? We're not talking about covers. We're not talking about Blondie. We're not talking about eating Doritos in the back of your truck or nunchucking in your driveway. We well, are talking about something that is along the same emotional roller coaster <laughs> of those two things. This that is, is so episode. True. 251 today's topic casinos casinos and 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 i'll go ahead and get us started here uh you know the best thing that i could say you know i think we should start the episode off with a disclaimer with a bit of advice you know if you find that you're gambling a lot you know we'll talk a lot today probably about quinn's uh gambling and his casino extravaganzas and whatnot uh you know because he he kind of you know he kind of is, is troubled uh by gambling but i'll say this if you're listening and you're troubled by gambling uh just you're you're uh, it's you're one more away you're really close to winning you're really close if you just keep trying if you just do one more, go one more time, yep. you'll win all your money back if you just keep going. Double down, as some say. If you if you bet 25 and lose it, bet 50 and get it all back. That's, That's exactly what I always do. Or exactly you could call right. 
or you could call 1-800-522-4700. That's the National Council on Problem Gambling. Uh, and that's the national helpline if you're having any trouble with gambling before we get into this episode. Now, I don't like that you kind of painted a picture <laughs> as if I struggle with gambling. That's definitely not we can, the truth. Okay. Well, um, I guess that's perspective. I, I don't think a gambler ever really admits he doesn't have a problem. If he's, he's got a problem. Yes. But I would only be having a problem if I was losing. Right. And so I... Uh, we'll say, well, you know what, on that note, just went, <laughs> just went to a casino this past weekend for a bachelor trip. Um, nice. we spent a lot of time in the casino. It was actually, uh, it was fine. Like we, we all had a great time, but it only put it into perspective whenever I, when someone texted me and said, Hey, what are you up to? And it was, uh, we had just eaten breakfast and it was 10 30. And I said in the casino and they said <laughs> at 10 AM question mark. And I was like, yikes. <laughs> Uh, I guess you're right about that, <laughs> but, uh, we had a great time. The whole idea with a casino I've been to, this, this was my second time being within a casino, maybe third actually. Uh, but second of the three times where I actually put money down on certain things. Right. And the, the thing about it is I, I have enough control where I, I went in, I said, this is as much as I have, and that's all I'm going to use. And let me tell you, if you spend more than six, seven hours in a casino, that can go pretty quickly depending on what you're doing. So I want to throw it back to you, though, mm -hmm. first, and just yeah. kind of talk about your casino escapades and what okay. what possibly you've had as far as experience within a casino. Right. Uh, okay, well, you know, it's not a lot, really. Uh, really, the only I haven't been, there's no casino really out here, not close by. Um and really back where you live now, there's really not one super close by. You kind of have to drive a little bit, and they're no. not very good. So all my casino experiences have actually been in New York. Okay. There's a casino up near Albany in Saratoga. And it is a, you know, like 18 years and old. The ones that, you know, they're not necessarily so crazy. I don't know if it's maybe that it has to do with alcohol. I don't know. There's some casinos that are 21 and over. But there are some that are 18 years. So those are the ones that I've been to. It was pretty nice. It was okay. And then the other one I went to was also in New York. We uh, actually went to City Field in Queens, the baseball field. Uh, and then we left and went up to a really nice casino there in the city. Uh huh. In both instances, I didn't actually spend my own money. Believe it or not, if you just go up to the casino and get their little casino, hey, I'm here at the casino, here's my membership card or whatever, sign up for the casino. They'll just give you like thirty or forty dollars free to gamble to play, with. to play on slots or something like that. Yeah, it's just whatever. It's just like a little card or a tag, and so I just use that. So maybe like a total a hundred dollars spent. Never win, uh, but it was not my money to begin with, so I didn't feel too bad. Okay, well that's that's a good way to do it, and it's really easy to gamble other people's money. Whenever it comes down to oh yeah your own oh yeah it is. that's when things get tough and. Like I said, been in three casinos in my life. I've gambled in two of those three casinos, right? The, the third one was kind of weird where I was in a college golf tournament and that's just, the, it just happened to be where we stayed. Like we stayed in a casino. Isn't that weird? The, 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 golf, the golf tournament in college, the host hotel was a casino. So you had, I don't know Who's how that? many, 10, 15 teams, college, college age kids staying in a casino. It was, it was that's kind a of great a, idea though. Kind of a weird thing. It was down in, uh, 
near New Orleans, but it was in Mississippi. It was in a, a little area called Diamond Head, Mississippi. Um, oh. But anyways, I have done nothing but lose money at the casinos that I've been. Good friend of mine, former roommate that I had in college, Trevor Fisk, uh, always says that these places aren't made on winners. Do you agree with that? <laughs> That's actually, I mean, it's not only true, but you could probably prove it mathematically. Yeah. And well, so, so, he's, so he's far, awesome. mathematically, I am supporting the phrase, like this place like isn't made on winners. But like I said, as long as, casino. as long as you come in and you say, this is how much I have, right? You only bet what you're willing to lose. Right, right. Everything should be okay. Because you, I mean, and, and uh, one thing that I, I said, I texted somebody whenever I was at this casino this past weekend, I said, casinos are really sad because they are. There are, are probably, so a, they can be. There I don't know if this is a casino that's sad. There's a multitude of people. Both times I've been in a casino, I've gone to bed, you know, and then woken up the next morning and the same person was like in the same area, right? Like they had yeah, been same chair, up, just hit been up, you know, putting money on the line, feeding it into the machine for the entire night. And honestly, I will say that I'm very frugal. I like to save my money, as you know, and as you often usually make fun of me for. So if I sit down at a slot machine and I just keep watching the dollars dwindle, I think audibly at one point I said, I'm not having a great time. You know, <laughs> this is like the day. Yeah. At least at Dave and Buster's, like you're getting to do something fun while you lose your money. Right. right? At a casino, uh, there's just something different. I don't, I, I got to interject here. Okay. Go ahead. Because there's, because I don't, I don't appreciate people when you when when people like you have that attitude there's a reason that you're thinking that do you know what the reason is what do you it's mean i have that attitude it's because you're just hitting a button you're obviously going to lose money slots don't make you a lot of money it's like the quickest and easiest way to lose money the only reason that they're so popular is because old people who are ready to die and have no uh <laughs> they have no you know they where they put their inheritance straight to the slot machine mm-hmm and it's easy. And they got nothing else to do. So they can sit there and hit it. And you go to the casino and you see, you know, a line of these people just doing that. But why would you do that? Why would you do that? You're a young man. You got a lot of money. Why wouldn't you play a game where you're controlled? I right. love to play a bit of blackjack. I can say, okay, well, this is kind of the, a good guideline, a good guidance. You know, you, you got to play blackjack on some guidance, on some guidelines, rather. You this know, is soft 17 and whatnot. But instead, I, you hit button twenty times. Yeah, I I was hitting button and losing money a lot, and that's what Why I've done. You? I've done through my my uh, first two casino experiences, and I don't think there's going to be many more casino experiences for me, just to be honest. But I will say that I have learned through my mistakes. You're exactly right. You don't need to put money into slots. You it's need terrible. to you need to it's do something worse. where you have a little bit better odds. So, like you said, blackjack, even roulette. I, I don't know. How to, I don't know how to play craps, but I would. I would. Maybe learn and, and and maybe do that. So what about some of those Chinese games? Um, whatever it is that have better odds than slots. That 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 that's the one thing. But it's the reason why there's so many slots. The thing that I always go back to whenever it comes to gambling and and kind of putting your your money on the line. I remember uh, my dad and I were taking a trip on a train. It was one summer. I can't remember when it was. Whenever I was a kid, um, and we didn't have a lot to talk about uh, at a certain point. And so basically he kind of opened up to me out of nowhere and he was saying like, he's like, son, you know, you're, I've, you're going to, I've, I've it you know, this on the podcast. He, he said, he said, son, I've made a life out of, 
uh, reading people's faces and knowing the cards uh, by the way that they <laughs> held their eyes. And so he basically opened up and said, if you don't mind me saying, like, I can see that you're out of aces. He could tell I was down on my luck. He said, <laughs> he said, for a taste of the whiskey that I had, I'll give you some advice. So I, I handed him the bottle, right? And uh, he he kind of finished it off and things got pretty quiet. Um, and both right. of us have kind of lost all of our expression. And he said, uh, if you're going to gamble, if you're going to play the game, son, you got to learn to play it right. And once he said that, I really locked in. And that's when he told me things that I'll always remember. And I know yeah. that this is just from I him to me. I bet I know where this is going. This is just from him to me. Yeah, no and, one else. And I, I think that this is going to help some people because he made it really easy to remember and understand, right? He looked to me in the eyes. Could you he said, guitar to this? He said, you've got to know when to hold them. Uh, you've got to know when to fold them. Uh -huh. Know when to walk away and know when right. to run. And what does that mean? It means you never count your money when you're sitting at the table, right? right. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. And whenever he said that, it, it just, it hit hard. And I had felt like I had heard it somewhere before. You know, sometimes whenever someone tells you something or you hear something that it sounds, it, it hits so hard, it sounds familiar. Maybe something that you've you've even lived with inside your head before and you didn't even know it kind of unlocked it, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So that's how I've gone about my entire, you know, casino gambling experience. And I, I would okay. go ahead and recommend that people don't gamble, right? It's, right. What's the point? You know, you know what a better a better gamble is? Put your money in the stock market and and, and wow. just leave it there, right? Now that's that's a real gamble. And see if the dealer busts in the stock market. You know what that's, I'm saying? That's rough a thing to say or to hope, to be honest. But, but how do you feel about that what my dad said on that one summer's eve? Uh-huh. And so your father said that, of course. Yes. And I, you know, I'm not really sure how it applies to slots. I think with with any how do sort you of, hold them? How do you hold them? I think with any sort of gambling, know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk uh -huh. away. Right. Uh, he said, "Oh, know when to run." Is what he said after that. I think it just means like you know, you you sit down at the slot machine, you uh -huh. you pull the lever a couple times, or nowadays it's like a press of a button, and it feels like you're playing Candy Crush, and you just say like, "Hey, once I get down to this point, I'm walking away," and I think that that's a valuable lesson because there's that there's that line that you have to draw somewhere right and right. so that's what my dad taught me and i'll always remember it on that train um it was it was just a a revelation really whenever whenever we took that trip but you're exactly right i want you to kind of go in more on <laughs> playing games that you can control what your best odds are now let, let me go ahead and preface okay. this with, with saying again we're not telling anybody or encouraging anyone to go gamble, to go to your nearest casino and put Not all yet. of your inheritance on red, right? Yeah, wait until you're of age. Wait, well, I, I wouldn't even say that, but the best odds in a casino, Isaac Bayer walks into the casino. Yeah. Where's he going? It's got to be in a blackjack or roulette. Okay. And it's because, like you said earlier, you have a little bit you more control. control. Yeah. Okay. And, and it pays out double uh, blackjack, of course, right? You put in five, you win 10 or whatever. Um, you know, I, I'm, always, I'm a big I'm a big poker fan. I love Texas Hold'em, but I think when you go to live tables at a casino, that's kind of like a high level. Like you really got to be confident, uh, and you got to have you can't not you know you need to be confident in the, in yourself and your ability, but you also you know there's like uh, manners. What's what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of kind of like a um, 
etiquette, right? Like table etiquette and stuff. And you got to be familiar sure. with that. So, you know, that kind you of have, to have sunglasses too. You have to have uh, sunglasses well, you on. Could. Make yeah. sure they're not reflective sunglasses, probably. Ooh, good. Um, good. Write that down if anybody's yeah. listening. Poll question reflective sunglasses, but both the, both the answers are no. Uh, but you know, you know, you wouldn't play poker at the casino, so you got to go to the blackjack or you got to go to roulette. But people, you know, play blackjack and roulette and have like a they follow like rules, they follow like a formula. Would you play video blackjack or do you prefer the cards? I prefer the, the cards, cards just because, and I don't suspect that they're scamming you, you know. Um, but it does feel that way when you get on a losing streak and then you get you get upset, you're like, this machine is you know, scamming me, it's a scam. So I like sure. to do it. You know, you can't scam roulette. It's a ball and a wheel. You can look at it. You can see. Now, what What's do you ball? mean by that? What do I? A, what do you mean by it's a ball and a wheel? Can it's you elaborate on that? Uh, I could. I don't really think I will. I think that the, the the weird thing with roulette um, is it feels you like you have, roulette. It feels like you have decent odds. Right. The reason why you don't, I think, I think I read that the reason why it's not the best odds out of any game that you can play in the casino is because of those two green uh, spaces that they have in the wheel, which like pays out pretty hefty, though. Yeah. But I mean, you would never bet on green because it, it no. doesn't make a lot of sense. But for some reason, those two spaces, the rest of them are red and black. And then the two spaces are green. And apparently that throws off to where it does still, it does still favor the casino. Right. It favors the house. I don't, I don't know. It's 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 funny because a lot of my casino etiquette and experience and strategy comes from the movie The Hangover. And wow, maybe that's maybe that's my mistake. It has to be. Maybe that's why I haven't necessarily walked in and walked out with some winnings. Um, but I still think that you can learn a lot from those movies, especially especially the first one. You disagree? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I probably haven't watched The Hangover in years, so I don't remember uh, much of anything, to be honest. I, think, I wouldn't. I would argue that's, that's not a, not the best way to go. Well, the best way to go is to not go at all. Would you disagree with that? Yeah, I probably would disagree with that. Because just recently, I'll be transparent, I walked in with a set amount of money, $150, to last me for a long time in the casino. And if you can take a guess... It didn't, but with the last, would you say? Um, first night I did well, right? I pretty much broke even. Second day, right? Because, like I said, someone judged me for being in there at ten a.m. Yeah, that's that a was, little but, interesting. But that was just kind of our plan for the for the right. day. Um, I took one break to go to Waffle House, and then came back and and got going again. And there's another gamble going to a Waffle House. That's um, true. But that's a gamble I'd love to take. The thing is. I had said like, okay, I need this $60 that I have left to last me until 1130 tonight. And it was 225 probably in the afternoon. Um, as you can probably guess, it didn't go well. And so $5 of my last 20, I went to my bread and butter, which is Slots. sports book. Oh. And, and I looked at, I looked at a little three game parlay and won uh, fifty of the of the dollars that I had lost back, and I, I wouldn't even say on a sports bet right yeah, then and there. I wouldn't, and I, it was it was a five dollar bet, so decent odds, and I felt good, and and I walked out, and and people were like, "Go put it on roulette." I said, "No, 
I'm cutting my losses. This is it. I even at one point had my card in the ATM machine and said, Quinn, no. And then I took it back out. I didn't take any more money out. But that's a great self-control. That's an yes, incredible it, self-control. That was like at the edge, right? I yeah, because once to, you're in the, in the ATM, you might as well just I was ready to jump. Well pull the I was ready out. to jump. And then I said, here, take the parachute. I'm not jumping. But <laughs> I I was able to, and I said win, right? But I think the better word for it is recover. Dead recovery. Yeah. yeah. So I, I walked out with 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 a loss, but it felt better than if I would have just like lost it all. Right. Sure. But again, you walk in and you expect to lose it all. Now, have you That's ever stayed, a loser's mentality? Have you ever sure. stayed in a casino before? Never. Okay. So I don't you think don't I have would. any I don't think I would want to. You don't have any experience with the classic casino buffet or the no. interesting. Now right not. Most of the time, anytime I've been at a casino, and like I said, only three times in my life. So not a lot. I'm not there for a, a large majority of time, right? But I've always tried to eat somewhere else because the idea of the casino is get them here, keep them here, right? No windows. No You're windows. not supposed to know what time it is. You're not going to see right. a clock anywhere, right? So I always like to kind of reset, right? Because I, I don't really enjoy the idea of a casino in the first place. And that's why I did leave at one point and go to a Waffle House, which was an interesting escapade. And I've used that word twice now, but I, I am just at a lack of a, a better term. But we got to this Waffle House and there were no cars. There were no cars it was in the parking an empty lot. Waffle House? Yes. Empty. And, and empty to the point where I was like, is anyone working here? We walk, open to, we, walk, we walk up to the door, and as we're walking up to the door behind the building, we can see there's a truck. And I was like, okay, so somebody's here. What one person, person one person is in the, the restaurant. No one else is there as a customer, right? They come up and take our order, and you know we're sitting there and waiting, as you would at a regular restaurant. I got the all-star special. What else are you supposed to get? And Texas. the Texas, Texas Melt. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. The person walks out of the Waffle House, goes to the truck and knocks on the door. And then someone gets out of the door, out of the truck. And it's the person that comes and cooks Cook. our meal. Yes. Cooks our meal and then returns <laughs> to the truck. <laughs> and why? What do you think he was doing in there? What do you think I'm he was sure, doing in that truck? I'm assuming that number one, he, he or she, let's not, let's not say it's was one the or the on? other. Um, the truck was on and... Uh, I guess they just didn't like the coworker enough to where they were like, I'm going to come in and do my job and then immediately leave, but I'll be close enough to where if you need me, come get me kind of thing. You, you don't think it was drug related? No, 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 definitely not. I hope not. And the food was great. So I don't care really what he was doing. <laughs> I just hope that he washed his hands before or yeah. he or she washed his hands before he got to it. But you need to you have know, a little bit of cocaine sprinkled in with your hash browns. Leaving and coming back, I think is a good reset if you're ever in a situation like we were, but idea. like, like I said, we had a great time, uh, a lot of camaraderie, a uh, couple, couple of the guys on the trip came out ahead. Right. And that's, Did they? you, you well, always, they you always wish that that could be you, right? Yeah, that's true. When, when you're at a casino with friends and someone that you're there with wins, you have to feign enthusiasm and excitement for them, even though you're a hundred dollars in the hole. Is that's that true? true. No, that is true. And I'll tell you this, you know, uh, you can maybe could tell that I'm a little bit, I, I don't like the idea of slots. I think it's silly, you know, 
It's it's really just a just a silly thing with really poor odds and it's it's pointless. Uh, and one of those instances where we went to the casino in New York, I had a buddy who did the same thing and he got the card or whatever and he ran the slots yeah. and he hit like a mini jackpot and left with like I don't know, it was it was like probably like four hundred dollars that he yeah. just got on like a on like a you know like a fifty cent. Do you uh, think slot. luck? Do you think luck matters? Do you think luck has a play in it? I think that I don't think about that, but I do consider it. And for that reason, that's why I play games that I at least have a little control in. I know you can't, you know, you can't control the cards in blackjack, but you can control what you do with them. I believe there's a saying that is uh, luck is when opportunity meets preparation, right? Would you agree uh, okay. with that in a casino no. conversation? No, not, I wouldn't either. No, I wouldn't not either. A, not, a, not even a little bit. Uh, what are you preparing for? You're preparing to lose $100, maybe? I don't know. I mean, really, the only preparation that you make is getting your money out of the bank, right? That's your preparation. Um, and then I the guess. opportunity is, yeah, you walk in there. Um, but I don't necessarily think that that always leads to anything positive just because of those two things coming together. Now, one of the people that did come out ahead just randomly went to a slot and won a bunch of money, right? Like was sitting there for maybe a couple of minutes. And, and yeah. that's, that just happens, right? You wish it was you, but it, but it wasn't. So you have bad luck. Would you say you have bad luck? I have terrible luck. One of the people on the trip said that, uh, you know, he he went in, lost all of the money, didn't didn't come out with anything. And he said that this is God saying, stop doing this because I know how much willpower you have. And if I would have let you win anything, you would have been addicted for life. And it's really incredible. Self-reflection, self-reflection, self-awareness, too. Uh, to think that God is sitting there next to you at the slot machine uh, is is a funny image. Um, holding holding your hand, or put perhaps maybe Jesus has a hand on your shoulder, saying like, "This is this is for the best," kind of thing. But I small price to pay. It definitely yeah. definitely seems like a casino is not a place where there would be the presence of God. <laughs> I don't know. If, like I don't it. know. If, I don't know if that's uh, wrong to say, but um, good good on him, right? Like he just that is like, incredible, and he's done. I guess like he's I don't know, but there is That's something. Thing, there oh. is something about it, right? When you go in, and it's I, I remember. Oh yeah, I I fell asleep the night before, and I had come out like I said a little bit even. I was like, tomorrow's going to be a good day, and it was not. It was not a good day, but <laughs> it was a good day in the sense that I got to kind of hang out, and you know, it it, it was an interesting time. I would have probably spent. Rather spent maybe ten hours in a Dave and Buster's, right? But wow. That being said, it was still it was still a good time. Yeah, and you know, I think this is good because you can kind of use these uh, like stepping stones of failure to get your way to where you will one day walk out with more money than you walked in with. I and like I said, the first step for that would definitely be avoiding slot machines. And I've never chosen to go to a casino right i've always it's always been like a hey this is this is what we're doing as a group and then i you know kind of yeah. go because everybody else is going right so i think that that is a good sign like i'm not i'm not actively pursuing casino trips and i hope that i don't right. go for quite some time considering i'm unemployed but i think that i stumbled upon something that i feel like we need to cover just quickly okay. is is the order of operations Chuck E. Cheese, Dave and Buster's Casino. A hundred percent. Because hundred percent. I've heard people say Chuck E. Cheese is a kid casino, right? It is. 
because you have live entertainment, you yep. have food buffet style, and you you put things down on the line, even though some of those are more skill-based, right? You're not playing a game where you just press a button and smoke a cigarette. I hope to God you're not smoking <laughs> a cigarette in a Chuck E. Cheese. But Chuck E. Cheese feels like the place where you could still smoke indoors, though. And I believe, I, I know in the past, Chuck E. Cheese allowed pitchers of beer, so the parents would just sit and drink pitchers of beer. I think yes. that's coming back. I've heard a couple of places where Chuck E. Cheese is, is bringing that back. So you can send your kid off in the rat rat race kind of casino type thing, and you can suck down a picture of Bud Light. And I like that idea. I like that idea. It's really kind of an American dream, if you yeah. think about it. So, but th that's fair to say. I went to Chuck E. Cheese all the time as a kid. So do you feel like I'm in trouble? I'm in danger, perhaps, because I went Chuck E. Cheese, and then I took a couple trips to Dave & Buster's, and now I'm in the casino era of my life. No, I don't think you're in danger because... Uh... You have absolutely no money, and so even if you did gamble, that's fair. You, would, you wouldn't be, you know, what, what you can't go farther than the bottom, you can't get down farther than the bottom, right? That's so. yeah, it's like it can only go up from here, kind of thing, yeah. yeah. And if I you appreciate have, if you that. don't have any money, which you don't, and yeah. then you gamble what you don't right. have, you, it's not possible. So. And and I and I love that you're so supportive of me during this time in my life, I really appreciate that, but I don't know, it's it's Chuck E. Cheese is a great place. Dave and Buster's is a great place where, you know, you, you walk out and you lost money, right? Chuck E. Cheese and Dave and I Buster's, guess. you don't have any opportunity to come out with more than you win. That anyways, is right. That's a good point. Yeah. So that's, I think where it's the most like a casino, you don't have really any opportunity to come out with more than you walked in. with, Right. Even, you know, it's kind of nice to know that actually going in, you know, you're going to spend a little money, walk out with like a plushie, Whereas in the casino, you walk in, you know, hoping and begging that you might come up with more money, but you never do. And you walk out with a regret. And, and no remorse. plushy. And no plushy, no stuffed animal. Exactly. Now, so we have a couple actually. minutes here. I've never seen any of the Daniel Craig, James Bond films, but I know that one of them. Any is of called, them? I've never seen any of them, but Not I know one, one of them. I know one of them is called Casino Royale. Is. is he in a casino in that movie? He is. Uh, not kind of. He's like in a private poker game. Okay, it's very so James it, Bondy. Very. James why is it Bondy. called? Why is it called Casino Royale? Then what's the I, I, what's the deal? I really I couldn't I couldn't really tell you to be honest. So he never sits down at a slot machine in Casino Royale. Uh, not to my knowledge. Not to that wouldn't that wouldn't be super exciting, I guess. No, unless, but I, unless but he was it, like fighting a. Maybe he was fighting a bad guy and he like stuffs his head in the slot machine and then pulls the lever, right? And it like hits right. him a couple of times. That seems oh, kind yeah. of cartoonish, though. Comical. I don't think, yeah, that wouldn't probably happen. I, I think that Casino Royale just has the implication of gambling with the casino. And then, you know, it's, it's it sounds a lot better than uh, James Bond uh, or 007, you know, Texas uh, Poker, Texas Hold'em Royale. You know, so I don't know. Like a little silly. Texas Hold'em sounds like a good name. We were talking, of course, That's last week. That's the name week. of poker. Well, I'm talking about the name for, of the game. I'm talking about for a 007 movie. We were talking about last week what would be a better name for a Tom Cruise movie that you would see. I don't know if you saw that. The options were Backgammon and 90 Seconds to Midnight. What if you threw in Texas Hold'em as a Tom Cruise movie? Which one would you rather see? Out of those three? Yeah. Is 90 Seconds to Midnight isn't the name of a film? No, that we were talking about the Doomsday Clock and how it was ninety seconds to midnight, and then we said it sounded like a Tom Cruise movie. It just sounds like a good movie, yeah. 
Um, I, it's got to be that one for sure. All right, but let me give you the premise because 90 Seconds to Midnight is sort of like a Mission Impossible type Tom Cruise movie where yes. he's got to save the world and he doesn't right. have much time, right? You never yeah. have enough time to save the world. That gammon, the one that we kind of described it as last week, was Tom Cruise is, is sprinting back and forth, which is always good, between two backgammon games. One of them is to save his own life. The other one is to save his wife's life. <laughs> and That's I'm a great assuming, idea. I'm assuming Texas Hold'em would be Tom Cruise plays a cowboy, which I don't think we've ever seen. Um, and it maybe has to do with poker, but it has more to do with him like defending his his land. It's a little bit Yellowstone-ish, and that's popular right wow. now, so that might be good. Out of those I think three. that you've got, yeah, I think you've got all the makings of a, of a movie writer here, and it's got to be, just concept alone has to be backgammon. How backgammon. far away are the two backgammon games? It's, it's like a long time. 100 yards? It's it's like five minute sprint time in the movie. Like you actually just watch him sprint straight five minutes back and forth between the two games. So it's like a mile. It's like a it's like a mile that he has to run between. The yeah, game. he's running a five minute mile. You think it's at, full at 60, on sprint at sixty years old? He's running a five minute mile. Tom Cruise. I don't know. He 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 strapped himself onto a plane. I'm sure he I'm sure he could probably pull it off one time. Maybe not not more than once. That's gonna do it for this episode of AYN2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Isaac Bear. And this has been All You Need to Know. <laughs> I was so abrupt. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.